Good morning, Parkies. Welcome back to our podcast for spring 2021. This podcast is part of the Park Forum series, a virtual professional development event that will make new connections, spark insights, and build momentum in our shared interest in communications. I'm your host, Savannah Dames, and today I'm joined with Rebecca Slagen, Recruitment and Marketing Design Specialist at CNS Wholesale Grocers, who's a 2020 Park alum. Rebecca studied Communication Management and Design, and she's here today to share with us her advice and story post-grad. Thanks for coming on the call, Rebecca. Thank you so much for having me. All right, so my first question is, how did you decide recruitment and marketing was the field you wanted to go in? So I had completed a few marketing internships while I was an undergrad, and I really enjoyed it. I loved the creativity. I loved being able to use my journalism minor and my major of CMD kind of together in order to pitch the best thing to people. Um, I found that that kind of is also flowed into recruitment. Uh, Recruitment wasn't where I originally thought I was going to be at all. I just kind of want to emphasize that, that it's totally okay if your first job isn't in the field you want it to be. I know you see a lot of people that get that dream job right out of college, and that's great for them, but that doesn't have to be your thing. And it's it's okay. Don't beat yourself because I did. (laughs) I did. And it's not okay to do that because we're in such a hard time right now that just having a job at all is huge. And just in general, you should be so proud. Um, so I think that really what I would suggest for, you know, finding your field that you want to work in is find something that you're passionate about, find something that can, you know, kind of pull in all of your skills together as one. And even if it isn't the exact position, the exact job that you wanted, you're going to find things that you really, really like about it. And that's kind of what I've found at CNS. Your first job isn't your last job. I feel like people really got to remember that. Yes. And it's hard when you're an undergrad because, you know, a lot of park students have that NBC track that you see them follow and you're sitting there, you know, and you're like, oh man, I don't work for NBC. I'm not a good student. I'm not going anywhere. And that's not true. It's not. (laughs) And it's really hard to get out of that mindset. Yeah. And especially now, like even before COVID, but especially now getting a job at all in this market is like, Kudos to you, Rebecca. Like, that's a big deal. (laughs) So that that leads me to my second uh, question is, how did you land your job at CNS? So obviously, like, this is kind of new for everybody kind of trying to find a job in a pandemic. But in the beginning, I was really just on Indeed, on LinkedIn every day, all day. And then I kind of realized I wasn't using my time properly. I needed to kind of set some sort of focus. And so what I did was I set aside time. I worked on applying for jobs in the morning until about noon or one. I would wake up at nine, make sure that I was able to like have some sort of real schedule so I'd feel productive. So apply for jobs in the morning and then set a start and end time. So that way you aren't just doing it for the whole day because you can. So what I would do in the afternoons is then move on to like LinkedIn learning or Google analytics training something that could also benefit me in the real world. So that way, when you have interviews and they're like, what are you doing right now? You got a lot of time on your hands. You can say, oh, well, actually, I've been bettering myself in analytics training, or I now know everything from HubSpot marketing. Like, there are just a lot of ways to use your time that I think you really need to think about because it's so easy to just apply, apply, apply. Yeah. And it might not get you anywhere. And I think that, I think that was a really good strategy for like burnout reasons. I feel like it's mm-hmm. just like an endless like time of just applying yeah. with nothing. So that's yeah. great. And especially since, you know, everyone is always 
experienced rejection. My apologies for that. Um, yeah, I think that that's something that I really struggled with, especially when I was just applying to jobs all day and then just getting rejected, rejected, rejected. It's like, this sucks. Like, I feel badly. I feel like I'm not a good candidate. And what can I do to make myself stand out? Yeah. So worked on my website a little more. I polished that up and then kind of did some learning on my own. Yeah. It looks like it really paid off. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's really nice. I mean, so CNS is a very local company for me. Um, They have two warehouses three or four actually located near me. So they're very well known in my area. I personally hadn't heard of them because I don't work in a warehouse and that wasn't exactly (laughs) something I'd looked into. Um, But when I saw the position and kind of learned what I would be doing once I was in it, I was like, oh my gosh, like I could have thrown this position to the side and not thought anything of it, but I'm doing national marketing for a Fortune 500 company. They are number 11 in privately owned business. Like, that's crazy. And that was an accident. (laughs) And I I think that speaks volume about kind of like the ideas park students have about which industry they want to go into. They're like, oh, Mm -hmm. like, you know, they want to go into entertainment or music or whatever. And I think it, they kind of maybe overlook or maybe not. But in my experience, I've probably overlooked things just because I'm like, I don't know that industry. Well, it's not, it's not as appealing. I mean, of course, entertainment and music are huge. You can work with celebrities, you get all the events, whatnot. But I think what what people fail to realize is that when you're in those industries, you're in entertainment and music and fashion, you don't turn off. Mm-hmm. You are on the whole time. Mm-hmm. You have weekends that you're focusing on work. Everything is just work. Like you do not have a life. Sure. Whereas like, I feel like for a starting position, if you're really looking to get some you know, something under your belt, you're looking to save some money. Like this is definitely, this is the perfect position. I'm working at home. I'm not paying rent. All I'm doing is saving. (laughs) Yeah. Good for you. So, I mean, and that's when I can make that big move to New York that every park student wants to do. Yep. Exactly. So you just kind of have to be patient, I think, especially right now. Okay. Love that. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm wondering if you can tell me about your day-to-day routine or like the sort of responsibilities you have. Yeah, definitely. So it's a little bit of a hodgepodge. Every day is a little different. Um, But most Mondays, I start off by reposting the majority of our jobs on sites like Craigslist or Facebook, things like that. Um, And I make sure that those are all updated and everything is kind of going all right. Um, And then I'll check Facebook for any positive or negative engagement. And I kind of take mental note of any negative engagements that I can pass that on to my boss. Um, and then I have like bi-weekly meetings with all of my coworkers and we kind of plan out our advertising and what we want to do for the month. Um, but what I really like that I do actually is so the last week of every month, I come up with these advertising decks that I make for each region and I send them out so they can see exactly what we're like, we're planning for the next month. And then I also have all of our Facebook posts scheduled for the month ahead of time. So I don't have to think about Facebook on a day-to-day basis, except for with jobs or like engagement. Sure. Sure. So it's really nice to have that kind of like set up. Super organized. Yeah, I definitely, that's something that I'm I'm huge on. I need to be organized or I feel like I'm losing my mind. Um, But yeah, a lot of it is really based on like ad hoc work. So, I mean, I do a lot of work with 
pretty much everything. I mean, I've ran Pandora national campaigns. I've done some stuff with our iHeartRadio. It's it's really great. And I didn't expect to be able to work with those kinds of things in this position, but yeah, I've really gotten so much experience. Yeah, that's great. Perfect for your resume. And like, if you do end up staying with them for a while, yeah. you don't even know where that could lead you and you don't know where it could lead you elsewhere. Like that's exactly yeah. like you're making so many connections, like just by working with those people. So now I know an account executive at Pandora at iHeart. Like those are huge. If you ever want to work in the music industry, hello, like that's yeah. your path. <laughs> yeah. You never know like so, the network too. You never yes. know who knows who, where it could lead you. So completely. I was on a call yesterday with uh, a truck driving website. They post all their truck driver opportunities. And when I was in that call, he mentioned another company that was like an artificial intelligence company that was like, we love this company. And I was like, I just had a call with them. Like, that's wow. crazy. Do you know this wow. person? And he was like, yeah, yeah, I love this person. So it really is. I mean, it's a weirdly small world. Yeah. Once you get into your industry, you really need to be like on your A game because everybody knows everybody and you don't believe that they do, but they do. <laughs> that's great advice. And also kind of leads me to my next question. Mm -hmm. um, from a recruiter's perspective, or even just like someone who's been looking for a job and got one, whatever, um, what are some tips you would give to graduating seniors who are looking for a job, maybe like in 2020 or upcoming? And what, is, what are some tips you could give to students like just starting their studies now? Yeah, definitely. Um, so for graduating seniors, I definitely would suggest networking. I think it's huge. Every Ithaca alum that I talked to was happy to talk to me. It's very easy to find them. You can look in the IC alumni group on LinkedIn. Or there's another way to search by, you know, graduate college on LinkedIn as well. Um, and I have chatted with a bunch of people from a bunch of different industries on, you know, what they're doing with work, how Corona has affected their workplace, what they think are, their hiring practices are going to look like in the future. Just so you know, and that you get an inside scoop on what's actually going on in the workforce. Because as a student, you kind of just see the outside and what they want you to see. Yeah. Yeah. So you really don't know. Um but I definitely think that networking is huge. And then they'll remember your name. They will, especially because you reached out to them. Yeah. So, I mean, I definitely suggest networking for, and it's probably one of the biggest things. Um, I think a lot of positions in bigger companies are actually filled by networking rather than direct applying. Yeah. And an internal referral probably gets you farther than just an application. Sure. I, it sucks, but. I think that's just kind of the state of a lot of employees or a lot of employers. Yeah. I mean, it works in your advantage if you, if you know the people, but mm -hmm. you know, it's a statistic about like 80% of jobs aren't even posted or something. I like guess some crazy, yep. yeah, something like that. So it really is, you know. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, going off of that, if you have, I hope you've completed internships in your time as an undergrad, that's very crucial to getting a job, you know, in the future. Um, but definitely stay in contact with people from your internships, not only just your bosses, like anybody that you worked with, whether they be your own age or a little older, like those are huge connections to have huge. I did a program. I did the LA program and I was overworking for Sony pictures, television, loved it, loved it, wanted to do entertainment. That was my dream. Like I was focused on it. And I have a contact from the Sony building in New York that I reach out to pretty frequently. She's lovely. She's like two years older than me. But we chat, she'll send me jobs sometimes. Like wow. she's she's a wonderful person. Wonderful. And I I'm truly I truly believe there are people like that at every company that just want to help. Yeah. And you know, 
entry-level jobs, people in those positions, they were most likely in your shoes a year or two years ago. So they want to help you because they know how much it sucks and how hard it is. <laughs> yeah. I think there's so, a lot of yeah. like empathy and understanding that goes around. Yes. Yeah. Especially right now. Like yeah. I haven't, everyone is just like, please let me help you. I know you're suffering. I know it's hard. <laughs> like, Let me do yeah. something. Yeah. Uh, Use it to your advantage, people. Yeah. No, seriously. I mean, I definitely think that's so important. Internships are essential. You need to have real life experiences that show that you can work in an office in with other people. You need to be able to show that you can collaborate, but also work individually. So that's why even like group projects in class are huge because you can show what you worked on, how you organized the project and, you know, what role you had. Sure. So the, it's able to like highlight all of your best qualities. It really is like how you position it for sure. Yes. Yes. Okay. And there are a lot of things yeah. that you already have in yeah. your pocket that you can use in interviews, in, you know, internships. And there's so much that you can Absolutely. use and work with. Yeah. So we, you kind of talk about the importance of an internship. Mm-hmm. What is your advice for students to or successfully land like a virtual internship Mm. how do they stand out in a virtual position I would say first off start local um if you are really struggling and you don't know what you're doing and what you want to do start local see if there are any opportunities around you that you could look into that you could either you know shadow somebody in what they're doing at work or you know propose yourself as an intern if you if they need any help with you know logging things or anything like that just pitch yourself. Um, and I think that really, that can really help. Um, for my first two internships, I definitely had them through networking. I had them both after the, after my freshman year and they were both kind of local. One was online and one was in person. Um, but they were through networking. And after that, then I was able to get internships on my own, but I found that the first step to getting that first internship networking really helped me. Um, I'm not sure, you know, that that would work for everybody, but I can't see why it wouldn't. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So I definitely think that that's kind of crucial. And then if you want to stand out in your position online, especially, I definitely think tone is everything, especially in emails. Like I know that we don't talk about this a lot in park and like classes, but you really need to like mind what you're saying and how you're saying it, because I think that makes a huge difference. It shows how enthusiastic you are. It shows, you know, how much you care about the company and your work and like, you know, what your attitude is towards your coworkers. Yeah. So I think that that's really, really important. And then also just to be like attentive in any meetings, you know, I know it's hard with video meetings and you just kind of want to sit there and not say anything, but even if you're, you know, your audio is off, just sitting there nodding, smiling along, making sure you appear engaged. That's what they want. They just want to, like, to be paid attention to. They need listeners. You know, they're doing their job. They want you to do yours. Going off of that, it, like, makes me think of the importance of, like, emotional intelligence. Like, yes, it's almost underrated. Like, mm-hmm. but it's so crucial. Like, even it's in classes. So, yeah. so important, I especially if you want to work on a front-facing side of things, like in PR or marketing or advertising. You need to be a people person. You need to be able to understand how people, like, feel and work. And like kind of read what they're thinking so you can tailor your response to it. So you can yeah. either calm them down or kind of work with them to get hyped. Like 
there are a lot of different things that you kind of need to consider. That goes off to like another thought of mine is like something to work on is just kind of like understanding yourself during this time, like mm-hmm. really get to know what are your strengths? What are you good at with, you know, are you a people person? Cause that is important to know. And that will kind of guide you with where you want to head in like your career. Definitely. And I think what helped me with that in park is clubs and like in courses, like when we were doing class projects, seeing how I responded to either being in charge or being, you know, a subordinate that really helped me understand where I like to be in work. And I've learned that I really do like to have my own kind of thing going on. I like to be in control, but I like to have guidance as well. So, I mean, you learn how, how you best work and then you have to work with, you know, your coworkers and your boss so that you guys can all maximize your potential. Yeah. Love that. Okay. Is there anything you wish you did at Ithaca that looking back on, like you realized really would have helped you? Yes. (laughs) So I had a journalism minor. I loved it. I absolutely adored it. I did a lot of journalism in high school. I was writing for our paper, you know, thought I could, thought I could make it in journalism and would love it. Um, I don't hate that I have it as a minor. I think it's, it's important to know AP style. It's important to know how to talk to journalists. Um, And then having that experience as a journalist really helps you as a PR pro. Um, But I really think that I would have liked to have a business minor because analytics are so big so big and cmd i was in the corp comm track and we didn't do a ton of analytics work and honestly going into internships and jobs that's been the most difficult thing for me to teach myself because everyone wants to know what their analytics are with like google analytics or facebook and like you have to teach yourself that if you don't already obviously have the information So I think I really probably would have taken a a business minor in order to really give myself a rounded education that would allow me to succeed in marketing or PR or on a front facing end or a backward facing end, you know? Yeah. I think that is like a huge trend right now. And I think it's only going to increase. I think that's really good advice. And it makes me think about the Google analytics certifications. I think you can, I think they're free. So get them. Yeah. (laughs) I did it. It on my LinkedIn. You can have the badge. It's wonderful. You show everybody that's looking at your LinkedIn when you're applying to jobs. They love it. Yeah. Perfect. All right. Yeah. Well, that wraps up my questions for today. Thank you again for joining me, Rebecca. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. This is great. As we continue these podcasts, we'd love to know what communication professionals you'd enjoy learning more about. Email me, Savannah Dames, at sdames at ithaca.edu or Julia Batista, co-host and brand ambassador for We Are Next, if you have any suggestions. Till next time, Parkies. The Park Podcast Series is a production of the Career Development Office at the Roy H. Park School of Communications at Ithaca College. This podcast is co-hosted by me, Savannah Dames, and Julia Batista, and produced by Teddy Byrne. Park Podcast Series is copyrighted 2021, Ithaca College, all rights reserved. 